Welcome to Random Side Note. 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 Yo, and welcome back to another extremely random, addictively entertaining episode of Random Side Note Podcast. I'm your boy, Dre. And guess what? All of the Randall gang is here. AB is back with us today. Happy New Year, AB. We're happy to see you. What you been up to, girl? Thank you, child. The COVID had me, so I was down and out. I'm recuperating. Still got a little lingering cough, so my week been a little long. Um, but, you know, I was back at the people's job because it's say five days and the COVID is gone. So I <laughs> took my COVID positive self to work, as they said I should. And, you know, it was what it was. I want to like, can you test five days afterwards and still be positive and then turn into another positive result and then get off another five days? They base it off of symptoms. Yeah, I think it's like they're saying if you're not symptomatic, you can come back. But I think what the CDC is saying, what you're more likely to spread the virus within your first five days. So that's probably why they're doing that little five day yes. quarantine thing. Yes. Hey, Nikki, what's up, girl? What you been up to? Oh, well, um, me, I've just been chilling, you know, waking up to cold weather. I got a, um, I kind of, hey, listen, let me tell you something now. I had a snowflake icon on my car dashboard. Never saw it before. <laughs> Didn't know where that it mean, came from. That mean what? That, that mean icy roads. Oh, okay, cool. But you, you I drive a Toyota, ice. right? Yeah. Yes. Well, don't be telling people what I drive. Oh, they okay. be looking for me. <laughs> I <dare. laughs> Shoot, they might think I drove a Lamborghini or something. You leave it to Toyota, Toyota, right? to overshare. She said everybody funny. else's business. And, but ain't gonna tell nobody what he driving. Mustang, Corvette, uh, some one of them things. He got that one of the cars. Oh yeah, the Mero. That's right, the black Mero. They call him Midnight. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about the Camaro, Nikki. We <laughs> <laughs> share. Well, uh, since really, you're asking, really, Nikki, really. What? I'm just saying, you know, you're telling me what I drive, but I'm whatever, whatever. Kimi, yeah. what you been up to? I like your glasses, by the way. Oh, thank you. Um, I think he wore those before, but go ahead. I was not going to say that, Nikki, but yes. <laughs> I don't be but, checking uh, for Kimi like that. <laughs> well, I don't see well, how you can't miss some glasses. I want to hold your wearing contacts, and then all of a sudden, twenty two people start wearing glasses. But okay. Um. So, um, I just been working, grinding it out. I've been wearing some options. I might be making some lifestyle changes soon. So we just gonna pray about it and see what happens. Oh, you get married? <laughs> Nigga, no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, okay. All right, D, what you been up, girl? What you been up to? It's been a long week. You know, had a family emergency. Been trying to stay positive and in good spirits and just trying to thug it out. 
<laughs> I feel you. As, as much as possible. What about you? I've been I've been great. This was, you know, it is what it is. You know, I'm ready to jump into February so I can go ahead and do my 28 day cleanse. Um and just looking for some new insight revelation, you know. So I'm ready for that. Um 28 day cleanse. What's what's that? The cleanse? 20, 28 days. Oh 28 day cleanse. So what are you, what are you doing? Well, it's more like a fast. Um so well, I'm not eating meat. Uh, I'm not eating anything processed. Um, okay. Spending more time in reflecting and working out, and you know, just February is always me month, so I always spend a lot of time on myself in February. Okay. Yep. Shout out to Black History Month is coming up too. <laughs> yeah. What y'all like to drink on, like when y'all just chilling around the house? All right. So I'm a seasonal drinker. And so what you can catch me drinking year-round is a margarita on a Tuesday. However, as soon as the weather starts dropping below a smooth 60 degrees, you will find me exclusively drinking bourbons and whiskeys. Um, <clears throat> right now, uh, I just had my first uh, taste of um, Blanton's bourbon, I must say. Highly recommend. Um, in the summertime, you can catch me drinking gin these days. Um, Elephant poop. Preferably. <laughs> What is that? They use elephant dung in some gin. I wouldn't know about that. So you would find me catching drinking Hendrix in the summertime. And in the spring, it's really just a tequila situation. I like to muddle up a little mint and cucumber and just pour up a little tequila into it. And I think it's just, uh, just a splash of club soda for me. Leave it to you to be extra. Well, um, I ain't no seasonal drinker. Um, so... <laughs> Basically, um, all the winter, summer, spring, and fall, you could find me drinking some crown apple. Um, I like to get a little testy with it and mix it with some green apple Stella Rose and put a little check green apple soda in there. If you want the Come little on, Jolly Rancher taste or whatever, if you don't want the Jolly Rancher to little sneak up, put your little Sprite in now. Now, if you want some crown peach, never mind. Okay, I ain't giving y'all a whole. Oh, yes, honey. I, girl. That sounds crown. so sweet. But it's good. It's incredibly too sweet for me, but yeah. Well, y'all asked me what's my favorite drink. You're right. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. Now, you're right. Now around here drinking old elephant poop and everything. So let me be great. Don't, 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 okay. don't, don't, don't let this nigga get in your ear like that. I'm just saying. Simple. Margarita, tequila, all year round. All right. Very simple. You can give it to me straight. I don't want to mm-hmm. chill. Amen. I am like the other ladies. Very simple. I want a strawberry margarita with sugar on the rim all year round. Hey. Are I've you a frozen or are you a, a, a non-frozen on the rocks? On the rocks. Um, I prefer on the rocks. Hey, uh, D, what you prefer? On the rocks? Uh, yeah, I don't want no slurpee. Uh, I'm going to say, yes, you said straight up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no slurpees. Yeah. No slurpees. I was never a fan of like wet wheelies and stuff like that because I don't like nah. that kind of yeah. I'm a um late, lately I've been margaritas. Um I've been on margaritas and I haven't I usually not a tequila person, but I've been on margaritas margaritas lately. Uh, I used I'm traditionally a brown guy, so um I love all the dark liquors. Um but lately that yeah. I make no, every Tuesday. 
No Casamigos for me, though. No, no, no Casamigos. <laughs> no. 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 Now, that's the clip you should have played right there, boy. And, and no. <laughs> now, that was no. probably for you. Casamigos turned me into a whole other person, and I don't hey, like man. that. Dre had, had his shirt open, showing all his little chest and everything. He was, popping <laughs> he was throwing that ass in a circle for real that day, boy. Woo! And then it threw up everywhere. <laughs> oh, no. What would you... What? Dre was dead. <laughs> I was. Oh, no. He missed the whole damn chill. I was I was literally, like, fighting for my life. I never want that stuff ever again. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, then, then, you, then you, you couldn't come home at the time that you were supposed to, right? All right. I had to say another night at AB's baby shower. <laughs> oh, wait, this what? was like recent. Yes. <laughs> how how y'all let this how y'all let this slip off the episode? Right. I threw up in my duffel bag. Like that's how bad how sick Trey. I was. Right. He didn't what? even what? know where he was sleeping and how he got there. <laughs> <laughs> Bread. What happened to you? You was down bad. Right? No, that's Hurting. that's that stuff like propane. I never want that. You was down <laughs> bad. You was you was taking. Propane. You had to be taking shots. You had to be taking shots. We took I don't shot. like costume goes, but you had to be taking like shots. Uh, we were taking shots, and then we so how had. Many did you take? How many then you we had that uh, cheap mimosa. You know how they be making that bottleless mimosa, and it was cheap. No, you, how, what time was the uh? What time was the baby shower? No, this was the Saturday. This was the Sunday following the baby shower. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, you set you set yourself I, up, baby boy. All day you Labor Day. I think you need to. I think what I think you need to do is that video that went up. You know, you need to let me do the propo- promotional video this week. Uh, <laughs> you see that that would be awesome. I do. <laughs> I do. Whatever. Akeem, what you got in your rant of the week? So my rant of the week is just pretty simple. It's about science, and I'm tired of y'all acting like this. Uh, people, snow has occurred from the dawn of time on this earth since we had the weather, too. You have seen snow multiple times in your lifetime at this point. Nikki, this is not me coming for you, FYI. Um, every time it snow, we... First of all, I've seen snow before. I've lived <laughs> in snow, so... <laughs> you know, uh, Keep every going. time it's snow, we don't have to uh, take everything off the chill. We don't have to um, post it on our social media posts. We don't have to act like we've never seen snow before. Nor do we have to say, oh, it's snowing here. Because we can watch the news and fucking see that it's snowing. We all have weather alerts on our phone to see that it's snowing. So let's not act like snow is like some new phenomenon on Earth. It's not. So you got a problem with people preparing for snow storms? I have a problem with people acting like this. Let, like them, this. let them people be great if they want to show that. That's like, that's like people in LA when it rains. Also, let's go ahead and add people in LA when it rains. It rains everywhere. I know it don't rain in Southern California every day. You know, the song is cute. However, we know what the weather on Earth will like. If fires start coming out the air, uh, then we can start freaking out. But when normal precipitation falls from the sky, we must stop acting like it is just the next uh, 
situation about to happen on Earth. You don't think their reactions were warranted? I mean, this was Winter Storm Keenan, and it was it was given like blizzard like conditions. So I would probably go to the store and, and prepare in case my lights were out for a few days. Well, I meant for the Ohio and up, yeah. Kentucky. We're gonna add Kentucky and parts of maybe Tennessee. But what I'm saying is like uh Georgia down. We we gotta stop acting like when he's like, DC, DC real bad at acting like they don't get snow. They're very weird about it. Uh, what he just say? <laughs> people, people, people what he DC, said was. They be acting like, oh my God, it's snowing. Like they ain't never seen fucking snow. I just feel like it's, it's snowing, DC. Pause. Uh-oh. I feel a so read coming up. <laughs> yeah, this is in Atlanta, you know, who don't know how to ice the roads and do what they need to do. The problem with DC is not that we don't know how to drive or act in snow. It's just that no one wants to shut down. Everyone wants things to keep going and want people to be at their post when they're supposed to be there. So people are trying to get to their jobs and, and things in, I was about to say, in booty calls. <laughs> one man, one man, you know. Call it what it is. Call it what it is. I saw somebody said they couldn't get to that booty call, so I mean, I get, I get that. But if you know it's going to snow, you need to go ahead and make your appointment and be on time. Okay? Nobody want to get snowed in at a booty call. Right. You better, you better, no, boy. You better pick the right person on the team. To be at, at that snow end with, with a bottle of wine or three, five. Even with that, if it's a booty call, that means you on a call for one day, not for a snow end. Not even a not day, honey. You <laughs> right, you right. <laughs> for however long your sexual pleasure may last. No, you don't call for multiple rounds. This, 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 you don't call. Y'all were looking at me crazy uh, when I said two hours. So. Uh, <laughs> you said four. Let's get it right now. <laughs> with, with, look, with no breaks. No breaks. But I said snowed in. So this is like, you can be in there for two, three days by yourself. Mm-hmm. No. That's why I go get me some supplies and, and just stay there and hunker but you're down. you're not snowed in anymore. Like, you're still connected to everything. Everyone, mo- most people, you know. 60% of America can work from home. So, and kids now can switch over to virtual. So, it's not like you're still getting that full snow day experience. You're right. Maybe tell us about the snow days because I know you got a lot of that. Um, I haven't experienced a snow day. My job always makes us come in. I'm about to say, I, feel like she, I feel like she be like, they be like, uh, hey. Like the schools are closed and so teachers are home and certain jobs, but my job, we always have to come to work. We worked all through COVID, so. Oh my God, just people at like snow and and like weather is new. Water is wet, the wind will blow. You did your whole rant about the weather. (laughs) 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 <laughs> I wish you could see D face right now, like, bruh. I'm sorry. I gave you another angle, Akeem. I gave you another angle. I gave you another angle. <laughs> well, <laughs> I gave you a rat worthy angle. I really did. Akeem's <laughs> rant, and that's just what he's praying about today. We don't let him have a rant. 
It was exactly. just on my heart. It was on my heart. It was on your heart. I can respect that, Akeem. I can respect that. All hearts and minds clear. <laughs> yeah, go, y'all go get, go, get, go, get, go get vaccinated if you ain't got no reason. That's go get vaccinated if you ain't got no reason. Trust science. <laughs> All right. Hey, B, what you got in social media land? All right, so I don't know if y'all have been following the case between Cardi B and Tasha K, but um, Tasha now has to pay Cardi. She lost. The, she lost, and she now has to pay Cardi B one point two five million in the lawsuit. Um, and Tasha K has been found guilty of false allegations that she made towards Cardi. What did I she think, say? Oh, the main ones were some like accusing her of having STIs. <gasps> And Cardi said that um, it affected her mental health, and she had records to prove so. What? Right. Yeah, she's like Cardi had STIs. Cardi was a prostitute on drugs. She said <gasps> Cardi Cardi used a beer bottle to like, you know, have sex with herself. Like she said all of these things <laughs> about Cardi. How does she know Cardi? She doesn't. She's just a. She's just one of those YouTubers that she wanted. She want. She's not like a wannabe Wendy Williams. She has, she about, has a large following. Yeah, she has about one million people following her on, on YouTube. And so her show is called Unwind with Tasha K. We had a clip from her show about two or three episodes ago. Uh, she She's worth about, all her, her net worth is coming from YouTube. And she's worth about $1.5 million. One I'm sorry, how many going to party? Oh, they go. <laughs> <laughs> I hope she has good insurance. Maybe she has right. like insurance. This will teach people to mind their business and stop talking about folks. Well, why would you talk about somebody else's sexual health? Let's start there. Like that's none of your business to talk out there, put out there. Nobody help, period. So But you gotta think about it from this standpoint too. Look where Wendy Williams ended up going doing the same exact thing. People are about money. YouTube is like the business right now. So people look at people like Wendy Williams and think like, dang, I could do that too. It's all about money. And granted, like they made a lesson out, they made like, obviously I'm pretty sure a lot of them done learned a lesson from this woman, but in the same breath, like YouTube is a thing. I think there's a difference between sharing your opinion and then making up stuff to make it seems, seems out of proportion. Um, and, and, I do think that the Atlanta, because this was tried in Atlanta, and they made they really made uh, a, an example out of Tasha K. And so I, I hope people are following because it's not over because she can still be rewarded. Uh, Cardi can still be rewarded punitive damages. So she was um, so she was awarded one point two five million in general. So that's like the pain and suffering. But she's also had the specials with her two fit two hundred fifty thousand. So those are her medical bills. Or and any other thing out of pocket expenses she had, and then so there is a potential, uh, there's a future hearing for punitive damages. So it, it's not over. So I hope, like B said, I hope she got some good insurance. <laughs> I say, better close your mouth. You keep your mouth off people. Get that money, Cardi. Get that money, honey. Okay, Cardi was not playing with her. She came out there, and she was dressed like the church mother up there on the, on the uh, witness stand. You know, I, I ain't gonna lie. Every time, every time Cardi showed the, uh, the court, she looked like somebody mama for real. Mm-hmm. I mean, she is somebody mama, but she be really looked like somebody mama for real. You know what she got to do? She can't come in front of the judge looking how she look in the videos. <laughs> play that part, Cardi. Play that part, honey. On to my next point. Um, so I know a lot of people probably seen everyone's paying tribute to 
the late Kobe Bryant this past week. Um, Kwame Brown specifically was upset after Zaya Wade paid tribute to um, Kobe by wearing a Kobe jersey that was turned into a dress. And on his YouTube channel, he said, "You are, he said specifically to um, Dwayne Wade, you're letting your woman control your house. I'm not saying there's any I'm not saying anything against homosexuals, but Kobe is a heterosexual man. Why is he being honored by making his jersey into a dress? Wear the jersey for the day to honor him without the dress part. Let's not show our black brother in this light. This is no offense to nobody else. This man was a heterosexual man with a wife and a family. For this to be tied to Kobe Bryant, none whatsoever. First off, shout out to Dwayne for supporting his daughter. Like he is riding out for his daughter, and I I really love that. I, I love that. Period. Um. So, um. Hey. So we <laughs> you, we didn't used to wear jersey dresses back in the day. That's what I was thinking. That jersey dress was not cute. I mean, but, it was it, you know, but I'm just saying, you know, it, I, it, was, it was a period. It was a period of the 2000s. No, well, I'm not saying that. that. I'm talking about the ones I wore wasn't cute. Oh no, it, it definitely looked like um, it was a knockoff jersey. Um, because I was like, well, Look, what? It would pass. It would pass as couture. Yeah, uh, yeah, but I'm just. Saying, I can't. Did you yeah, say that dress was nice? <laughs> <laughs> I did say the dress was nice in the group chat, and nobody said anything back. So I see everybody. Because <laughs> I didn't agree. <laughs> so what you thought we was gonna say? Oh, that dress was cute. Nope, nope. It, I I picked it then and I still thought the dress is. I thought it was a nice dress. I, I opened. Went, it, no, I went now. I opened the post and closed it and opened it and closed it. I said, well, I must be looking at the wrong day. <laughs> it was well, given to me by Sheree. First of all, I was trying to figure out who it was. <laughs> Definitely she by Sheree. Spring fall collection. <laughs> oh, my. Kobe Bryant collection. <laughs> Crazy. Oh. <laughs> I also don't get why what Kobe's sexuality had to do with Zaya's wanting to express herself in that way. Like people gotta get over it. It's not your child. I'm sure a woman wore a dress to honor Kobe. Like get over it. Like people gotta mind their business. How is it hurting you and Kobe's legacy for someone to be artistic? This this ain't the Kwame that was in jail, was it? Kwame Brown. The Kwame I, that was in jail. I, I think that was his transphobia and homophobia speaking. Oh, uh, well, we're going back. That's Kwame that was in jail, right? Problematic Kwame? Yes. Uh, former mayor of Detroit Kwame. Ex-NBA ex player Kwame? NBA player. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, that one. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, first of all, they, I guess they both know Kobe at this Our point. Former. But still, I bet Kobe, Kobe probably was all up with Zaya before Zaya was out here in the street, so, so she knew Kobe there. So this is what I don't understand. So, okay, I may not agree, but nevertheless, so if it's a gay woman wearing a dress, would that be any different? Huh? Like I, I'm trying to make this. <laughs> I'm trying to make it make sense. Okay, because, if it was because, a gay woman, would care? Right, would he care? Probably not. Well, Nick, well, probably not. But Nikki, the equivalent would be a uh, 
a uh, more so like a heterosexual woman wearing a dress. I, that's the equivalent. That's the equivalent. I, I really, no. <laughs> I really think we get past the point of his post, though. I, I think that was a level because he also said you're letting your woman run your household and one his. So I, I think there's a there's some misogynistic points in there. There's some transphobic, homophobic. All all of that shows all of what he struggles with himself when he posted that because he basically he was saying he uh Dwayne let Gabby run the house basically and if if Dwayne was to step foot in his house and you know wear the pants in his family then none of this shit would be going wrong with what was that's why have a mother that isn't Gabby as well like people gotta get out of people's household that is not your child stop speaking on people's children I can see if you can come after Dwayne Wade. You don't like him. You don't like his decisions. Talk about him. Don't talk about his child. That's his house. He and the child's mother have come to a co-parenting agreement that they can live with. It don't have nothing to do with you. Let that child be a child. Mm-hmm. And if she want to wear ugly dresses, let her wear them. <laughs> wow! Alone, ugly one too. We I wonder what kind of shoes she had on. Forward, you probably don't want to know. We just gonna move mm-hmm. forward. They look like one of them shoes. A pair. She had on a pair of them shoes. You know, like the Wicked Witch. Or the they East. was probably platform sneakers or something. No, I just see. I no, I, I see pointed toe um shoes. With that, you know, when the house fell on the witch and the thing had no rolled up, that's the kind of shoes that I see. But uh, I'm sorry, uh, B, go uh, ahead. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm just trying to piece uh, the outfit together. This weekend, many people. <laughs> this weekend, no, we moving on. I saw a lot of responses on social media from people finding out that Janet was cheated on by Jermaine Dupree, and they. I don't know ever I guess she's not capable of being cheated on in people's eyes or by him. I don't know what it was, but that I just feel like that was the shocker that I saw all over the internet all weekend. It, it was. Confessions. I, I thought we all knew he was cheating. He wrote Ursha's confessions half of the album. I I'm confused as to why people thought but, this was a shock. But the interesting part of that was that he didn't say that's the reason they broke up. He said it was the reloc- relocate uh, living situation. She was the one that said, "I heard he was cheating on me." <laughs> and the, I mean, but but I think it also goes back. I I think just because we idolize these these superstars, that I mean, we put it like they're not they're immune to normal human situations. I mean Beyonce was cheated on by Jay Z. Like and she yes. Everybody celebrity wise has been cheated on. And just because you Janet Jackson don't mean you can't get cheated on. But it was a good documentary though. No, that ain't what it was. The, the reason why they said they were shocked and surprised that she that Jermaine Dupree cheated on y'all know Jermaine Dupree ugly. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, money make you look cute. I, I you know, I'm just saying. <sighs> He five three and he like a smurf to me. <laughs> exactly, you know what I'm saying? Like that, he's shorter than Janet. Like it, she, she probably had to wear tennis shoes, or uh, flats to be on his level, and still wasn't even on his level. But nevertheless, that's why the people was um shocked and surprised. <sighs> you know. Well, there's I don't know how long, how many more people we got to see get cheated on for everybody to learn anybody could get it, but. 
But it's all nah. never mind. Keep going. I like the documentary though, um, because it had raw footage, like never, never before seen. Know, footage. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't know she was married before that. Yes, you know a lot of a lot of that raw footage comes from Renee. Yeah, and I also like, but there's some part of that documentary where the math was wasn't mathing, because I'm like, honey, <laughs> it wasn't mathing, because she was like, she married her first husband when she was 18. Now, nah, Janet, the math says you married him when you were 16, because he was 19. Now that <laughs> was like, <laughs> so I was like, I didn't, pe- I, I didn't piece that together. Yet. I'm on. I have. I still have to watch the last one. I didn't. I missed the last one last night. So that's. Haven't she been married like four times? This is third. So she's been married three times. She married that first guy for a year. Then she had Renee. Then she married mm-hmm. the uh, the a, a, a Arabian. I'm about to say she. Uh, I'm about to say she had her uh, 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 Asian <laughs> prince. She was about to be like Rihanna out here marrying the will. But I actually. I never knew, like, I knew she was an icon, but it really put a lot of stuff in perspective to see it from her eye. Like, from her point of view, have her own hands in it. Because, you know, we always hear, when I was in the limo and this happened, but we actually saw footage when, you know, whenever she would bring up something, there was footage to back up every story that she kinda, told. It was kind of cool. Yeah, it was very, it was, it was a different documentary, I would say. A different celebrity documentary. All right, y'all. My last little tidbit. I don't know if y- all y'all watch um, Power Book, but the <laughs> episode that aired last week has uh, had the memes going. So um, there's just like a lot of secrets in the family, just a lot going on. And um, at the dinner table, Diana decided to air everything out for the whole family. And it kind of took me back to that scene and how did I get married with Mike when Mike aired everything out at the dinner table. So I'm like watching it and I'm having flashbacks and it it, it stirred up the drama. And there was one meme I saw that said, if you got secrets and you see Mike and Diana at the table, don't even eat, just leave. And Run away. That accuracy in that meme. That, that scene was epic. I think that and that was the best scene in any of the power shows ever. Like it was, it was really epic. The funny oh, part is, I don't even watch this part of Power, and I know exactly what you're talking about because I saw it so many times. I was gonna say that's what that meme was for. I only saw like two episodes of Power, um, and that was when Power first came out, and then one episode, I think, <laughs> right. when the dead, when the dead, some, I, I don't know. Um, Me and Nikki still on book one. <laughs> exactly, still on book one. I don't know. Nikki, don't feel bad. I haven't seen any episodes, so. Oh, okay. I don't feel bad. I mean, I now my favorite meme that I saw from Powell was when the when the mama when Mary J was choking out the daughter, and they said they thought Mary J Blige was choking out Shirley Caesar. No, no. That girl did look like Shirley Caesar, though. She did look like when she was like this, (laughs) like she was saying, "Hold my mule." Now, <laughs> wait, do y'all do y'all have people like that in y'all family that's gonna like sit at the table and just air you out like that? Yeah, we call we call my auntie not live at five. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't tell her nothing. We'll but if we call want her. live at five. <laughs> we'll tell her nothing. But if we want something to get out. Then we'll tell her. We'll be like, hey, auntie, you know what I'm saying? This, this, and this. And by the time two hours in, 
How they gonna know? Live and five. My family a little too intertwined. Like, they all talk too much. I think my siblings is about the closest you can get to people that can keep a secret. Outside my siblings, all your business is gonna be out to everybody in the family. And it's just gonna be known. My sister, she would just my my, <laughs> sister, my sister had a whole room out. <laughs> and be like, what I do? <laughs> what happened? Be like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, man. oh man. I don't I think we talk. Like we'll talk and everybody is in the group group chat talking about, man, your mama said such and such and such and such. Like uh-uh. so yeah. So, you know, like, when I tell my mom stuff, I'd be like, okay, mama, don't tell nobody. Don't say nothing to nobody. As long as I say that before, she won't say anything. If I don't say that, she'll be like, well, you ain't tell me not to tell you, so I told you. Oh, because she got parameters. Yep. She got parameters. She got, she got working parameters. Yes. <laughs> and be non, she feel me. <laughs> yeah, because that's my mama, too. I just, she and she don't think nothing of it. She's like, well, I was just telling them, you know, and I'm like, no. No, you tell your business. You don't tell my business. Yeah. Unless well, you get you know, your mama and, together. <laughs> and we'll never want to repeat it. We just tell my grandmama. Because <laughs> she going to forget as soon as you tell me. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Nikki, Nikki now. Oh, what? She is. You're not going to be grandma like that. Right. Yeah, she if you, if, Man, if you need, I'm telling you, you know how they say you got a friend in Jesus and everything? You got a friend in my grandmama. If you need to get something off your chest, just come and tell granny or whatever, and she'll sit right there and nod with you and everything, mm-hmm. have a whole conversation with you. Five minutes after, oh, she done forgot about it. So, But you got everything you needed to get off your chest, though. Mm-hmm. But if you if you need to get it off your chest, granny ain't going to air you out. <laughs> but her daughter will. All right, y'all. So we kind of hit on like some boundaries, and, and we're always talking about romantic relationships and friendships, but I think... A lot of us spend most of our days at work, and I think there is a conversation needed on boundaries in the workplace because, uh, you know, you have the people with the work husband and work wives and, you know, old people feeling that they can overshare with you. So let's let's go into that conversation. Don't tell people your business. <laughs> like, like, come on now, people. That is your professional life. Like, as soon as they hear something, it's going to be spread across half of the office. Ooh. People you don't want to know probably going to find out about it. Like, yep. don't tell people your business. Like, you know, keep things to yourself. And that work wives and work husband is a little a little too much for me. I, I, I don't, like, it's one thing to be cordial and to be friendly and to, like, help each other out. I, I do believe in having trust in that I can depend on you just in case like if we're working as a team or collaboratively I agree right you got to be able to work and trust trust people to an extent but baby I don't need you to prepare my meals I don't need you to help me go to the bathroom I don't need you like I I don't I don't need assistance Damn, I get a little hungry at work. And I'm a, I get a little hungry. I get a little hungry. Okay. Oh, you're so, from work. Okay. Oh, no. That, that, it's, it's, it's rules. Like, let me tell you something. If you, first of all, rule number one, I don't, uh, we ain't work husband, work wives unless we're single. Because um, I'm not dealing with your husband, your 
well, in my case, your husband and your husband. Um, period. So, like, I don't want no other man calling me to my son. You know, their partner or whoever is cooking for me in my house, like, or for me at work and talking about me at home. I don't want no problems with that. Don't call me with that. However, if you single good, you want to make me a I meal, and I have from that's... experience. Okay, it is. And uh, <laughs> if you like you want to make me a meal, and uh, I've deemed your house to be clean, or if you want to go have drinks after work, and we just platonic, and we happen to work together, I don't see nothing wrong with that. Um, especially if you got my back, and you got you gonna help me get my stuff done, and I'm gonna help you get your stuff done. I think it's an appropriate relationship, but don't again do not have your husband, boyfriend calling me to my. Well, I heard about you, and I'm concerned. Don't don't fuck with my food. Well, I mean, you know, like they said, don't tell them people your business, especially on social media. You know, I if I matter of fact, this is what I do. I find you first and I block you. Um <laughs> I ain't even playing with y'all, like, because I know sometimes I might slip up on social media or whatever. And I don't need y'all telling my boss that I be doing what I do, nevertheless. Um you know, so stop telling people your business. As far as work wives and work husbands, I don't know because I work with a whole bunch of women and I don't need a wife. Um, not my cup of tea. So um now if they want to go out and want to go get something to eat, then yeah, let's go out and get something to eat, have drinks. But we we ain't going there to, you know, socialize and speak over the dinner table about what's going on in your household. Keep them people out your business. I, I, I like to always say there's no secret in the workplace. So whenever you are telling what you think is a secret. Hold on, wait, about I thought you was going to say, I like to say no secret what God can do. <laughs> <laughs> say you was raised in church. You were raised in church. Wow. He did it. <laughs> but there is no secret in the workplace. And I think when you go around and you think you are confided in someone, break room talk is real. If you have a break mm-hmm. room, that is that is a real thing. And I, I think people overshare. And I don't know if it's over, if you're trying to make up for some deficits in your life, but the people at work are just that they should be people at work. <laughs> <laughs> But I like my work mama. What do you like about your work mama? Well, I'm just make sure that people at work, people at work, but the fact that they bring me food to work. I ain't gonna lie. I'm really big on the food being bought to me at work. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't uh, even know work husband and wives was still a thing. I, I mean, haven't heard anybody straight, say about that in so long. I heard straight women say they got work wives. So Mm-mm. I didn't know it was still a thing. I heard about it in the past. I always I always say this because I have a very strong personality and I can be very opinionated and it and it includes at work too. Um, especially when I think they're they're being funny. Um, so I always say no matter who you're talking to, don't say anything you can't repeat in front of everybody in that office. So that's the side I err on. Anything I say to you in the break room, I can say to the supervisor, to the manager, and the director and sleep well at night. That's why I don't take breaks. I just work. Oh, I don't take breaks. Straight straight through. Eight hours so I can go ahead and get off early because I ain't got time for all that break room talk or whatever. Now, first of all, man, no. Mm -mm. 
Look, let me tell you something. I work with a whole bunch of females. Like I said, females love to talk. What what would be oversharing in the workplace? Because some people may not think that they are oversharing, but oh, your personal business, your relationship, anything between your spouse, what going in your home, what going in your purse, anything that somebody could bring back up in your face or present to other coworkers that could possibly make you feel a type of way is would would be deemed as oversharing to me. Yep, because even when they ask me, what did you do this weekend? I slept. <laughs> like you finna tell, like I'm finna tell you what I did. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I had a couple drinks, oh. smoked a couple weeds, smoked drinks, shot a couple amigos, couldn't remember where I was at. <laughs> okay, couldn't even no. get back home. <laughs> no. I mean, y'all don't talk about, y'all don't talk about like, Nothing with like no. anybody at work. Look, look, I do. Akeem, I do. A can, a can be chit chatting. I can already. No, no, like not with everybody. Like it, I treat work. I treat everybody kind of like you know the same. I guess. How many people have your personal phone number? Oh, currently zero. Okay. It's you got a work phone now. You got. I got a work phone number. I have a work yeah, phone so they don't need but to have your personal phone. Previously, one person had my personal phone number, uh, and we're they've left the, the 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 company, but we still are in communication and like have drinks and stuff still. But we also hung out while we worked together too. Right. So I met my boss my my personal number, and I blocked him. Oh wow! I don't even like even and I manage people. I don't even like when they give me their personal number. Because to me, we are at work. So if we are working, I should be able to contact you on your work phone. Correct. And if it is, if you are on your personal time, that is your personal time. And if I need you, I'll email you. And if I email you, you can then choose to respond to me or not. Well, I manage, I manage people too. And I don't, we don't have work phones, but I, but there's a time frame in which I will respond to you. Like if it's before a certain time or after a certain time, I won't respond until the next day or, you know, until it's working hours. And when when you leave, you're blocked. Like so you can no longer get in contact with me. Uh, I mean, I, I think that's the best way to set boundaries. But I mean, I'm, a, I'm an A.B. at work. So. I was going to say that. I was going to go there. So. So I do, I I do have people that I consider friends outside of work. AB was like, AB and I met in a training, um, and and we blossomed a friendship from there. Um, and then I have a, a friend that I currently work with. Like we we'll go to lunch together. We'll you know we hang out outside of work, but that that's not. I, I think that you have to meet a certain qualification to get to that point. <laughs> right. The the thing with that, so I'll say this. First of all, let's go back. Y'all, when he met me, he re-met me again and didn't remember meeting me the first time. Just want to put that out there. Um, so anyway, Damn. with work, I think, so when people start a job and then they get real comfortable and start running their mouth, I am very like standoffish with them type of people. I think it takes time for you to figure out who you can vent to, who you can confide in, who you can see as a possible friend outside of work. Them people that start a job and then get to just run and diarrhea at the mouth, then told me their whole life, talking about everybody at the job, since you've been here for two weeks. So those are the type of people I think create a toxic work environment. But the thing with Dre and I is that we like our relationship developed over time. So that trust was built up. And I do believe at work, you can find people that you would trust. I mean, we we ended up hanging out with 
two other people that we also hung out with outside of work and built up a certain level of trust with. Granted, it wasn't to the level that he and I have, but I do think it's possible. What do you think about this? I know somebody whose boss told them that they were not personable enough, and that's why they have issues at work. And literally gave it. the, The boss told them that they were not personable enough at work and that's why they have issues with their other coworkers. That the other coworkers don't know anything about their personal life or their home life, and I thought that was incredibly strange. I, I, I don't think that is now for me. There, there are cultures, company cultures that I think try to foster that type of environment, but it's a little. I think it's intrusive to me because I yes. should be the one to decide who I want to allow into my into my personal life, whether then this is a company culture and we are family. No, bitch, you ain't my family. Like we work together and we got a we got a main task to do, but we're not family. You, I define family on a totally different level than me coming to work with you for eight hours a day and leaving. I thought it was weird that my boss told me she was watching my sister volleyball game. <laughs> How does she know who your sister is? I, I mean, by the last name, but I think I was like, I was leaving the office. Like, oh, yeah, I'm leaving because I'm going to go watch my sister play. And then when I came to work the next day, she was like, I was watching the game. and Your sister played so well. Blah, blah. I was like, that's weird. No. That's very strange. I just think that's too much. You are stepping over a lot of boundaries there. So first of all, I don't think it's appropriate for a boss to say um, people don't know you personally. I hate that. I come to work to do a job. I get paid to do a job. Who I want to share with is my personal preference. Period. Like you can't force someone to tell them your business. I've had a situation where someone who's a peer said, I don't know her. What do you need to know about me? You need to know that I get the job done and that I'm intelligent and that I can navigate this job. That's all you need to know about me. You don't need to know where I, what I do on the weekend, who I'm with. Like they want to know, like they want to know who your partners are. Like it's crazy the amount, like they're so invasive. It doesn't matter who I'm dating or who I'm seeing. It doesn't matter. Like you shouldn't have to share that. And if people are trying to force you to do things that you don't want to do at work, then maybe that's not the job for you. You should look elsewhere for employment. And I think I think companies skew the lines between team building and getting and getting in my personal business. Like you don't, you know, they try to do these team building exercises where we got what we have in common, what we don't have in common, what we like. But there's a difference between building team to, to building a team to to meet a common goal than you trying to know what what's my favorite drink. What they got to do with me meeting my goal at work, you know. Right. It doesn't accomplish anything. It doesn't bring any more money into the company. I know somebody who worked in a corporate job and they used to schedule like almost weekly events for them to do together. They had to come like on a Saturday when there was no work and come together and uh, run a 4K or whatever it is. They would have to do Yes. And you were looked at like everybody had a problem if you did not show up or it would just be like little events that they had to do. And it was part of team building because their culture was we are a family. And I told I remember I used to say, like, they can't force you to like them. They can't Mm -hmm. force you to be with them. I can hang out with y'all every single weekend and still strongly dislike every single one of y'all. 
Well, my only my only ask is this: Were they paying them to show up to these four games? You know, I don't know. I know they were paying for like the food and all of that stuff, but I don't think they were paying them. Nah, you pay me so. Now I know there are some companies who do that, but they pay you to do the quote unquote community service hours. Like it's part of your um, um pack, like your your benefits package, like. So you have your vacation time and so forth. They'll say you have 12 hours of community service and they'll give you a list of community service items that you can do, but you still get paid for those hours to be there. Um, no, she said she said every weekend. She didn't say oh. that it, it was 12 hours. I mean, 12 <laughs> hours, I could, if, if that was my case, I could kill that in a month. Um, but um, yeah, I don't, I, I don't team build on the weekend. No, I don't do that. I don't team bill on the after hours. After hours. That's right. Because my job, no. Don't text me. Don't call me about anything that's concerning the job. Because if, when I'm off, I'm off. I answer that question at 7 o'clock in the morning when I'm there. Now, if you want to know about a child that's why they started bleeding in the middle of the day, you'll find out at 7 o'clock the next day dealing with Nikki. <laughs> I, I, I've heard my counterpart say that we're here more than we're at home, so that's why we are a family. And I would not I, adopt that mindset. I, I, struggle, I would not adopt that mindset. I struggle with that because you just because we spend we spending this time in the same building together. Don't I, I I don't define family by just spending time that amount of time together. They sound like that person that got a work wife or a work cousin. They probably be cheating on their people. I'm here. No. I'm here for the majority of the day. So let me find me a work somebody. So I said <laughs> Let me tell you my level of respect. So um in my current role when I first started I had to have, you know how you get trained in um, onboarding or whatever, so you have to have a, we call them preceptors, you have a preceptor that goes around and tells you what to do. My first conversation with my preceptor this job as a child, she sits down with me and says, she goes, I understand that we have to work together, I'm very professional, I'll tell you what hotel I'm staying at, she said, but that's going to be the extent of the conversation, she said, we will not have dinner after we get off work, we will not talk on the phone after we get off work, I will not be inviting you to family dinners and so forth and so forth, and that's what I said, I said, that's very fair, and I was like, I commend her. To this day, we are probably the closest people at work, and she definitely be telling me all of her business. But I like, I would have avoided that bitch like the play because I was like, this bitch is crazy. No, but no, because to me, she set she set her boundaries with she me. She did, but it was Early. because once once she set her boundaries with me, she understood that I respected her boundaries, so that she does also understand that you have to have somebody who understands your emergencies. So once she does have emergencies, she will tell me her emergencies because I will cover for her. But I will not. She will tell me what she wants me to know. I'm not digging for more information. I'm not asking for more than what she's offering to me. I take what she does, what she's offering to me, and I make it happen. But to this day, I'm the only person that she will like talk to and work on a personal level because I respect her boundaries. I get it. We. I mean, I guess mine's just unspoken because we out of town on the train and don't look for me at the work because I ain't here for you. Because <laughs> I'm after hours, baby. <laughs> And don't. don't I ask also me what don't want to snatch your same hotel. Like I travel with people a lot for work, and like I'm not giving you my information, my travel details, or anything. I'll see you at the meetings that we are supposed to be at together. <laughs> Y'all, what about the jobs? So, uh, 
I've worked for a lot of nonprofits and some of them are extremely cheap. Those jobs that will book you a hotel and want you to share a room with a stranger. That is my pet peeve. I think that's the most disrespectful thing a job could do. I'm like, ain't going. I am thankful that the job that I work at, we do not, we can book whatever, wherever we want to stay within a reasonable amount. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't even give a reasonable number, but you can book wherever you want to stay. And I'm not required to have a roommate. That is a choice, but that no one ever makes. And I ain't required <laughs> to share a car. I'm like, to get my own no, car. You know, no, we, we, we are not required to share cars either. <laughs> now, the car situation, yes. But they usually, we're like, the car will pick you up and the car has to pick up everyone. everybody. Yeah. That's different. Yeah. Y'all, y'all, not, y'all are not driving. That's different. Yeah, but if I'm driving, I don't have to share a car with uh, cause Oh, I'm sorry. They I gave us a company. I don't have these problems. <laughs> <laughs> what about the kids come to you? What about social media and your coworkers? Are we adding I, our coworkers? To I our just told media? you I block mine. I find them and I block them. <laughs> My friend does the same thing. She finds the whole office and blocks everybody. <laughs> I think that's, that's what LinkedIn is for. I think it, we, we could be friends on LinkedIn, but everywhere else, no. Like we, 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 we don't even friends with them on LinkedIn. <laughs> I don't be care. I be like, listen, I'm not on social media. I be like, don't don't try to add me. Don't try to talk to me. You know, no. That's what Teams is for. <laughs> 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 If you want to feel like you are socially interacting with me, we can, you know, Teams has all the little memes. You can put emojis. You're right. That's how social interaction. I tell them if you find me on the internet, then it's probably Black Lives Matter on, because I work for a Republican company, and I'm like, it's probably Black (laughs) Lives Matter. So (laughs) don't look for me because you might not like me. My profile picture on Facebook right now is Black Lives Matter t shirt. So, uh, (laughs) my shit shit said the private because we ain't got to be friends. (laughs) Uh, I I need to know everybody coming in and out the door at this moment. So, I feel like I wasn't discoverable. I feel like Facebook changed something because people would tell me they can't find me. Now oh, everybody can find me. I had to let that one go because that one and people can find it. That one's very weird. Facebook, people can find you, research you. You can think you do anything in your settings and then you think you did it, but people can still find information on you and they find just enough of what they need. Not a couple years ago. A couple years ago, they could not find me. A couple of years ago on Facebook, you had to be in college, okay? Your given name, not a couple of years ago, that was way, that was like a decade ago. I'm a little bit older than that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you got a common name, AB, so I'm pretty sure you probably, they, they probably fixed the um the criteria and stuff to make it be able to be found these days. I supervise people, so I tell them all the time that I'm not searching for nobody. I'm not adding nobody. Like some of my coworkers that have the same job title as me, some of us are friends on Facebook, but they're probably more worried about what I see on theirs than I would ever be worried about them seeing on mine. So, after you leave, I feel like that's different. If I liked you and we like were cool and we connected, then okay, I may be open to like sharing on social media or something like that. But other than that, everything is like I'm not on there. It's like a black hole. You search my name, you're not going to find much. 
I know oh. that I had a I had a teacher in the classroom with me, and this is why I I blocked them because like she went and she friended everybody in the building, okay, and then she went and she friended all of the kids' parents. That's what? in the classroom. That's ethical. I'm, I'm telling you. So one day. We was um, at work and, you know, the kids was settling down for nap. And then all of a sudden she gave us this whole spiel about one of the parents. And I'm sitting out there like, bro, where you get this from? All off the lady Facebook. Mm -hmm. She messy. Yeah. No. No. Uh Now she she was alive at five at um, at our job. But when she left, (laughs) then nobody know why she left. But guess what? They found out why she left on Facebook. <laughs> when I, when people overshift, do y'all tell them that they're oversharing, or do you just avoid them? How do you how do you set that boundary? I walk. Away. I usually tell people stop telling people all your business, or I'd be like, don't tell them all that. <laughs> oh, I just avoid you. If you overshare, I avoid you. No, I speak up. I'd be like, I, same as AB. I, I don't think you should be telling everybody that. I give the the, the facial expression. My face speaks like for me, and I'd be like. Like why? Like why would you tell me that? Why? Like why do you think I need to know that? Because I would I never tell, tell you that. Right. I tell them, um, honey, I don't want to know all your business. <laughs> um. So yeah. yeah. Have y'all ever had a work wife or husband? I've had a work wife and a work mom. No. no. I'm sorry. I'm not the straight one that has work wives. I've never had a work wife or husband, <laughs> but I did have like a really good like guy friend at work. Like we came in at the same time. We went through all our trainings and stuff together. We lived near each other. So we were riding the train back home and we would just like be talking like, can you believe this happened? Like one time we got in trouble together and he's like really nice and I'm not. So he was like all apologetic and all this stuff. And I was like, no. It's not our fault. This is what happened. Y'all knew about this, this, and this. So what you going to do about it? And they were like, well, you should be more like him. You know, he was just so apologetic. I said, I'm not apologizing for things that I didn't do wrong. And he shouldn't be apologizing either to stroke your egos. So he was the closest thing I ever had to like a work husband. But it was just because you know how you have shared experience and you go through things and you are challenged and you depend on people and you lean on them and you're able to trust people, then it opens it up for a genuine friendship. I think that's, I think when I worked at the job where I met AB, I think um, my, my partner, I think she was more like a, a work wife, but it's like, she like kept me on task. Like she would you like bring, like you need coffee, you know, things like that. And I think it's because of the type of work we did. I, I think it was, it was hard to like separate. Cause she was one of the ones that when we would go out, me, AB and, a, and another one, she would be with us. And I think it was kind of the work we did kind of made little, those uh, type of relationships. I, I'm so you I was think, in a I think the environment. <laughs> what? That's, you was in a foursome? It was a foursome. I mean, that's what I'm picking up from y'all. <laughs> Who was the people? Because I wasn't in it. <laughs> yes, you, yes, you were. It was, you were in it. Was, 
Penny, I was the roommate. They sound like you got sister wives. Right. They didn't deal with each other, but they dealt with you. They dealt with each other. We all would go and we would sit. And they were friends. We would sit at Starbucks half the day. We were on a Friday. We would go have lunch. We would always have our laptops and we would always be working. We would go have our lunch and we would work, 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 work. Then we would ask if everybody done with work so that we could so we could close our laptops and order our drinks. Y'all was sister wives. So I got a question. Y'all was work sister wives. Y'all done? All right, let's it's time to drink. So so my question is, um, can we classify what a work wife and a work husband is? Because see, when I think of stuff like a work wife and a work husband, that's somebody like you're my at-home husband. Well, like your at home husband. No, I, no, from, no, no, no. Because from what y'all describing, it's like that's like a, a um, like a friend, like a it is. Friend. It, 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 it is. is. It is. Like, but but see, like for me, first I've only had one work wife. Shout out to Jessica. Um, but so like when we right, work together, that's what her name was. Jessica, like I want that nigga work uh, work wife. <laughs> Jessica to Jessica to this day still DMs me, but like we need to hang out and have movie dates. So thank you. Um. So, but shout out to Jessica because, like, you know, we worked together. It was just the two of us. Um. And like, we would help each other. She, if I was having a bad day, she would help me out. Like, I would show the work some days. She would have coffee for me. We would have drinks afterwards. Some days on the weekends, we would go watch movies together. Like we were in the trenches together. Like when you're in the trenches together, like I think it builds character together. Okay. And so, so oh, go ahead. Sorry, Kimi. So, but I mean, she knew about my personal life, not like too much. I she knew again, you know, my I'm a big component of uh control your narrative. She knew what I wanted her to know about my personal life. Um and I think you know, we, we did stuff outside of work together. I think that's so is your work wife and work husband what you wish your at home wife and at home husband is? No, 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 no. So, 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 have your back at work, at work, and and no, they role is only for them eight hours. So, like, it is uh, if I have am having a long day and can't eat at work, you may. Be like, I'm going out, but I know you can't go out right now. You may bring me back some food while I'm at work. Uh, you so why you can't be called my work friend? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to figure out, like, why do I have to classify you as a work wife or work husband? Because if you go, okay, for instance, me and my coworker, I can't go out. She'll bring me something to eat. If she can't go out, then I bring her something to eat. So what is that classify her as my work? Well, wife? Nikki, that's that's like saying why you gotta call somebody your best friend. Why can't they just be your friend? No, that's different, honey. No, 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 no. You no, no, that's not the same thing. Um, uh, it just sounds like to me, um, with the work husband, you're just trying to make what you want your real wife and your real husband to be. I think that's a stretch, Nikki. I think I think the the characteristics of a work wife or a work husband is that that extra level of care or uh or and and or trust that you don't have with your normal uh with your other coworkers. And it can be a friendship, uh and it's usually probably is a, a some sort of friendship 
or but you know they bring the coffee they you are able to like confide in them the secrets are out you're able to they i mean you're emotionally connected um you're also driven probably have the same goals and but it's not that i wish my work wife or husband that my my wife or husband at home would have these characteristics it's just that they're that person that you can count on at work well that's why i'm asking because see i'm so philosophy, just like you said earlier, that, you know, a straight woman that says they have a work wife. Now, from what I'm hearing or whatever, I guess I'm I have a work wife, too. Maybe you do. This <laughs> <laughs> is all bottling down to Nikki. Right, I'm just trying to figure this thing out. Like I'm, 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 I'm just trying to figure this Nikki was up here like, like, do I have a work? She's like, I think I had a work wife. Right, like, because when you say, well, when you can't go out, when I can't go out to eat, get something to eat, then they go out and whatever. And I'm like, well, dang, that's what me and her do. <laughs> dang, that's what me and her do too. <laughs> but I, I, feel like it's a, I, feel, I feel like it's a mutual understanding. Like, I think no one's ever shocked or surprised that somebody say work wife. I feel like it's also like something that's said. Like, it, it's like a, it's a, a understood agreement that's verbally spoken. What? I don't. I don't agree with that. No, I don't, I don't no, I don't agree, agree with that. Now we. No, no, no. <laughs> you just no, learn what no. it was. How you do? <laughs> but you like. Oh, that's a verbal under. It don't have to be spoken. Yes, that do have to be spoken. Like I. No, that's what I'm saying. I, no, I'm saying it had like. You know, I feel like it has to be like. If someone were to say, "Oh, you my work husband," like you're not just gonna say that. Like it's gonna be like if you said, "I'm not gonna be shocked." I'm gonna be like, "Yeah, you're right." So okay, well, guess what? Tomorrow when I go to work, I'm finna tell my coworker, "You are my work wife." We you tell your work, work wife, wife. I said, "Hey, girl." <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on over to the random side note of the week. Y'all, do, oh gosh, these last couple weeks with y'all, y'all have oh Jesus, open a whole lot, expand your horizons. All right, so for the random side note of the week. Dear Rando Gang, I've been wondering what I need to do to remove negative energy from my apartment. I remember hearing Akeem say... <laughs> Akeem. I remember hearing Akeem say he uses crystals and things like that. I'm curious as to... I'm curious as to what the rest of the Rando Gang recommends. Is Sage a good choice? If not... What are your recommendations, Lauren from Atlanta? Who wants to kick us off? I think a king should go first. Since I'm gonna say, I, got, I gotta go first. <laughs> I'm gonna go first. Akeem, do you know I Lauren? Go, I do. I, I don't know. I don't know, Father Lauren, and I. Um, I maybe should go look in the inbox to see. Uh, but I'll say this: Akeem is not cleansed with crystals. That's beyond my uh, my knowledge. Wait, wait, wait! Can you, before you answer the question, can you tell us what you use your crystals for so that that she's clear? Because she thinks you're using to cleanse your apartment. Akeem has one crystal. My <laughs> one crystal is petrified wood for grounding because Akeem is ADHD, and I need something that's gonna pull me back and keep me focused throughout my day. It is a company with positive affirmations that I have for myself in the morning that couple with a mindset to keep me going throughout the day. Right, it is a system ball. that works for me. Yes, if you follow me, you can, you can catch a smooth young football quote like every day coming from me. 
the ones that I agree with and the ones I don't think that people read too deep into. Because some of them might be like, people are going to read too deep into my life on this and I cannot post it. I um, like that you said it's a system that works for you. That's important for other people to know. Um, but I would say if you want to clean the energy from your house, uh, what I actually do, I would say you should do your researches on your different sage. Um, each sage does something different, but you have to do your own research on that. Um, find your shop that you can get it from. But I particularly save the house maybe once a quarter. Um, and I also burn Palo Santos probably on a regular basis, uh, especially if I'm having a bad day at work. I particularly like the scent. But again, it also comes with a system of uh, positive affirmations throughout the day to continuously remind myself that I'm going to have a good day. So in addition to Akeem's sage comment, I just want to put a disclaimer that sage is also spiritual for some cultures. So please be aware and mindful. Um, and as Akeem said, do research, um, please. Heavily why I say do your research before you do it because you need to know what you are embarking upon before you do something. So I'm gonna say this. I'm don't I'm not gonna knock your sage if you do that. But please make sure you know where you're You ain't gonna Jamal Bright me. Huh? I said you ain't got a Jamal Bright me. It's okay. Huh? Look, I was actually trying to support your 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 viewpoints on sage, because I don't use sage. But if you but I, I do feel whatever you use please make sure you know where you are getting it from, not from an Amazon manufacturing plant or something like that. You know, you don't, I, I'm a person that believes there are, that there are intentions and there are, for lack of a better word, spirits behind everything that you use. And there's, there's energy that, that is put out but from everything that you use. Me personally, to cleanse negative energy, I use oil and prayer. And I read my Bible. So those I thought you had a crystal too. I ain't got no crystals. He did get a crystal set as a gift. He got a crystal set as a gift. <laughs> I got a crystal set as a gift that I never use. I don't know how to use crystals. I don't I don't believe in that, but I respect those that do. Um but to me, uh, my faith is in Jesus. I love Jesus. And so I believe whenever I need to have a, a negative presence removed from my place that I can rely on Jesus. And but that's that's just me. As for me, um, see now y'all make me feel bad about because I was gonna say the sage thing, um because I had saw this meme about sage <laughs> and about <laughs> cleansing negative energy. And they was like, what if you was the one that fell out and you the negative energy? Uh, <laughs> but nevertheless, um, I don't know anything about sage. I don't know nothing about crystals. I'm with Dre. Um, I throw some oil around the house a little bit. You know what I mean? My... I, I believe Jesus is going to cleanse everything that I need to be cleansed and purge everything that needs to be purged, negative energy and all. But baby girl, you got to do what's good for you. Do your research. I am also along with Nikki and Dre. I don't know how to <laughs> cleanse the house of negative energy with sage and things of that nature. Um, whenever something's heavy on my heart, I typically pray and the Lord handles that for me. So I don't really know how to help you. I'm going to be the oddball here and say that I don't believe that space has negative energy. I feel like that we ourselves as people bring energy into a room and into a space. I don't feel like these four walls can 
can hold something that will directly harm and affect me. Now, if you need to clean your, your face, honey, and you don't want to use Clorox or Lysol, you know, vinegar and water will do. <laughs> Ooh, that's, but that's smell after that vinegar and water. Let's go ahead. I'll kick that Listen. man out one. Oh, okay. Listen, oh. let him know, A.B. You, you, you got to figure out what the root of the problem is so that you can find what works for you and what you need to actually do. Not only so, that man, but him and his clothes, too. So don't leave his stuff in there. When you kick him out, kick everything associated with him out. <laughs> his shoes, his PlayStation, and all of that. Kick it all out. His PlayStation. Well, you know, you on the PlayStation. Yeah, now, if you, bought, if you bought the PlayStation, you need to keep that. If you bought it, you need to keep it. <laughs> If you Ford. bought it, you need to keep it. Ford, if you bought the PlayStation, you need to keep it. 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 You know, to mm. You need to keep it. You need to keep it. You need to Eat and up their kids' snacks. <laughs> <laughs> not, eat, not drinking a juice boxes. Not drinking a juice boxes. Eating the Welch's fruits and apple juices all around the darn table. What's the moral of the story, D? Moral of the story is, Lauren, you need to do a little bit more research. You need to find the root of the problem first. You need to figure out what's going on in your space. And then you need to sit down and do research for what may work for you. You've heard a couple options from us, but find that root first. And we're not talking about work. Mm-mm. We're doing these ruts now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, but you two can submit your random side note of the week. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at RND Side Note. That's at RND Side Note. We are on every major podcast platform, including iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Apple Music. I heard myself. I heard some feedback. <laughs> you can listen to us in the web browser at random captivatefm Well, it's been great to have the gang back. You know, uh, AB, Mamiana, it's good to see you back. <laughs> Mamiana, I love that. <laughs> but we hope you all have a, a blessed and positive week. And we'll see you all on the flip side. We're out. Peace. Later. Bye. Welcome to Random Side Note.